Hi, it's Jeff, host of the podcast. My latest author interview will be up in just one moment. I'm not going to ask you to buy anything. I'm not going to ask you to go and review the podcast. What I am going to do is take just one brief moment and ask you to recommend the podcast to just one friend. If you're a writer or if you're someone who just loves books and you love this podcast and the interviews that I do, all that I ask is that you recommend the podcast to just one friend. Thanks a lot. Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is best-selling writer Eve Chase, author of the new novel, The Birdcage. Writer Sarah Vaughn wrote about The Birdcage, Eve Chase never disappoints. Immersive, tense, and ultimately redemptive. While I was reading, it held me completely in its grip. Eve, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, if someone listening hasn't yet heard about your new novel, The Birdcage, how would you describe the novel? It's set in Cornwall on the Atlantic coast, which is a very wild area of Cornwall. And um, three half-sisters were invited back to this house that they haven't been for 20 years. And they have a, they share an artist's, fa- an artist's father. And they all have different mothers who have had some overlap with the artist's father. So there's a lot of sort of there's a lot of complication, a lot of background, sort of uh, rivalry and sort of sibling love and rivalry. And they go back to this house where a terrible thing happened 20 years before. And it's that, that legacy, really, and dealing with it um, in the present day. And I'm curious, do you remember the original idea or impetus that led you to write The Birdcage? I do, because I, what I wanted is I was really interested by the idea of three half sisters, you know, like, because. Partly to, it interests me about how we all, as siblings, we all remember our childhood differently and we all recall you know, events, especially traumatic events, differently. And yet your experience of it is so different. And I thought that actually by having three half-sisters, that's exaggerated further because you have the, you have the mother's uh, you know, input as well, especially if that's quite acrimonious. So that's what I started with. And I was trying to think of a way of sort of bringing them together and what would, you know, what would blow them apart, what would bring them together. It's kind of like a family of steroids, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder if you could take us back. What was your initial writing journey that led you to write and get your first novel published? Well, I studied English literature at university, and then I, I became uh, then postgrad in journalism. And I wrote, I used to write features for newspapers and magazines and worked in magazines, and I absolutely loved that. And then I actually, I always wanted to write a book. And when I had my first, I've got three children, when I had my first child i remember thinking well i've got to do it now otherwise i had these visions for just not being able to write at all so i thought i'll start on maternity leave that's what i'll do and of course my eldest came like seven weeks early so that was, was that scuffed <laughs> but i did actually i did start writing quite quite soon um after he was born and um i wrote under the name polly williams so i wrote more sort of lighter um more comic books actually as Polly Williams and then I felt that ultimately that wasn't really the sort of stories I wanted to write and so I the Eve Chase books were very much a little bit more literary darker and it really felt like I'd sort of arrived at the story I, I wanted to tell with the, my first book Black Rabbit Hall um, as an Eve Chase book. That's great well I'm curious what is your writing process when you're working on a novel like for example the birdcage when you sat down you had this idea that you mentioned earlier about the the three half sisters 
Did you outline the book before you started writing? How much of the the idea did you have in mind of the finished book, or did you just jump into the narrative? I do outline uh, quite sort of, I say vaguely. I, I kind of know how it begins, and and I know the middle, and I know the end, and I know the characters. I feel like the characters need to be nailed down before you start, and that their backstory has to be nailed down because that's often what drives their behavior. And so this. I, I don't do chapter by chapter outline, but I have to know that the cat, what the characters want, and what's stopping them getting what they want. Um, because there's nothing worse, and I have done this, and starting on a story and then just sort of running out of steam about twenty thousand words ago. Oh no, <laughs> it, nobody wants anything enough. You know, there's not enough of the stakes aren't high enough. So I do try and push myself on that, and you know, in my notebook and ask myself those really difficult questions, and they're, and they're quite, I find them quite hard to answer sometimes. Because um, you can really fall in love with the character, but actually you sort of think actually it's not they're not going to they're not going to work. This isn't the book for them. This isn't the story for them. So I did, yeah, I did know the characters of the three sisters pretty well before I started and the structure of the book. But beyond that, I just just write on kind of on the hoof, and I I do get my best ideas when I'm in when actually in, in within the flow of writing. So I I sort of resist writing too much down beforehand. Got it. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you working on another novel now? I am. Actually, I'm writing a synopsis for a new novel. And that, I find that incredibly hard because that's really <laughs> sort of detailed outline. You really have to make And it has to be really smooth and you have to kind of sell it at the same time, really. And I think for a writer like me who, 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 who is quite a natural storyteller but likes things unfold as I write, that, the, the, the narrative is really sort of imprinted on your brain and I just I can go quite quickly then. Do you ever uh, do you ever toss the the synopsis aside when you get into the novel and start having other ideas? Yes, <laughs> yes. And I look at things about all that time I spent on it. But you have to you you just have to use your you you trust your gut as well. I think. And if some and if a brilliant idea occurs to you, you you may have not to follow it just just to sort of stick with your outline when it can be improved. So, I'm sort of constantly looking at better ways of selling telling the story and. Um, I think also when you're writing, I think there's a, you sort of get almost like sort of music. You have a rhythm, you know. You, you hear the rhythm of the book, and you know exactly mm-hmm. at what point the chapter should end and begin. And actually, those those things they kind of dictate the, the story quite more, perhaps, than you one realizes when you're writing it out. So it's not it's, it's not so sequential when you're actually writing it because you can move from different points of view. Right. Well, what writing advice would you offer for those who are working on their own stories or novels? Um, 
Well, I think about what I sort of thought, think what would be had been useful for me, and what is still useful for me. Actually, I don't. I think the, the interesting thing about being a writer is that you're always beginning of a new book. You're a new writer again. You, I never. It doesn't really get any easier. Sorry, and, <laughs> and it just and you every time you start, you have to reinvent the wheel. So, um, I think what I try and remind myself is that the, that you that actually sort of self doubt is part of the process. And you, the, I always get to about thirty thousand words. I think, well, just great, and then then what happens? And you're kind of looking at that. <laughs> the middle, that middle part of the book is really tricky. There's so much it's got to, you know, you, you can't lose the reader at that point, and it's got to be really, really tight. But I think all those, and those are bits that actually tend to be really saggy on first draft. So I think my advice would be to keep going, get to the ends of the book, of the first manuscripts, and then you get to the fun bit when you can kind of edit and move things around. But actually, a lot of it is really almost like a physical thing. You really have to sit at your desk and get those, you know, 80,000, 90,000 words down on the screen. I think that's the hardest bit. That's great. Well, what books have you read recently that you enjoyed? Gosh, I have read, what have I read recently? There's, I should have prepared. I'll tell you one reading is um, Sarah Wyndham's Still Life, uh, which is a beautiful sort of optimistic book sort of set in Italy. And it's just really lovely. I was reading a lot of thrillers and I was finding, I love thrillers, but I suddenly thought, oh God, I really need to read something kind of more buoyant and happier. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I think sometimes you can kind of overdose on on, on thrillers. And I've also been reading up quite a lot of nonfiction as research for my new story. So books about the south of France. And again, they they are quite, <laughs> sort of, you know, you go, to, you go to sleep with the visions of sort of lavender fields in your head rather than anything else so um <laughs> a lot yeah. different than a thriller <laughs> yes i think so i think so well where can people find you online if they'd like to learn more about you and your novels i am online at my my handle is um eve polly chase and you can find me on twitter and facebook and instagram and um yeah i always respond to readers so i love hearing from readers it's a real treat actually makes it all worthwhile hearing from readers. Oh, somebody. <laughs> because there's a sort of abstract nature of writing a book and then which is the reader doesn't really feel very, very real in a way. Sure. Well, again, we've been speaking with Eve Chase, author of the new novel, The Birdcage. The novel is available now, so go buy a copy. And Eve, thanks for doing this interview. Thanks so much. Great to talk Wonderful. to you. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.